What's Your Position podcast may contain adult themes, sexual discussions, and strong language. We want everyone to be educated, but we are intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Since it's Aunt Bethany's 80th Christmas, I think she should lead us all in saying grace. What, dear? Grace! Grace? Oh, she passed away 30 years ago. They want you to say grace. The blessing! And now your host, Ashley Weller. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light. No, she does. It's, oh, it's actually a pledge of allegiance. She does that later. I pledge allegiance to the flag. And he gets up from the chair. <laughs> of the Slowly. United States. Welcome, fellow humans. Ho, ho, ho. Fellow ho, ho, ho humans. You are so much louder when we go live than your sound check. I know. I'm sorry. I, I get really excited. Sorry. Sorry about Talking that, to folks. the listeners. Sorry. Hi. Ho, 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 everybody. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to all of all of them. All of the holidays. I love them all. Um, we are doing a very special holiday quickie uh, just for you guys. We're going to talk a little bit about 31 fun facts around uh, sex and the holidays. We're going to talk about some sexy resolutions, and we are also going to rank our most favorite romantic comedy holiday movies, uh, top six, <laughs> 69. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, first. I don't know where she's going with that either, guys. <laughs> Where's the nine come from? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's a sex podcast. She has to make the connections somehow. I somehow, somewhere. I wanted to just be honest. Is it on a scale of one to 420, bro? <laughs> totally, bro. <laughs> I want to be honest about something. Aren't you honest a lot on this podcast? I, <laughs> I haven't been very honest it's with even myself. more honest. All right, hit us. I really haven't even been honest with myself. I've been in kind of a scroogey, bah humbuggy mood this whole holiday season. So this episode, I was hoping, um, will brighten my spirits. So that's why I wanted... Oh, speaking of spirits. Oh, I'm sorry. Up. While you get our uh, background Christmas music going, I got it ready. I'm going to uh, introduce our first unofficial sponsor. Um, yeah, goddammit, it's Clardy. Belching Beaver, hard seltzer, spiked, spiked sparkling water made with real fruit, not clear fruit. Uh, 5%, 5.5% alcohol by volume. I'm having the passion fruit guava. Ditto. Hey, cheers to you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Uh, thank you. I didn't get a tree. First time in my life. You got one in your office right here. I do. I didn't that's like half decorated. I know. I didn't decorate my house. Um, I tried to convince everyone in my family not to buy presents. Um, <laughs> I'm okay with that this time of year. <laughs> I just wasn't feeling it. I don't know. You know, I, I hear you. Because like, I remember when I was a kid, once Thanksgiving was over... It was Christmas time. Yeah. It like it was automatic. It like, was everywhere. It's Christmas, and now it, it, it but it hits you like phys, like yeah, inside. There was physical, it was like yeah. oh, it's Christmas. Yeah. Now it's like it takes me a few days, and then I was the other somewhere the other day. I'm now I'm trying to remember Disneyland. Where I was. No. I know. I didn't even feel it there. Maybe because no, it was, it was before. But it was before that. That's why it was really. God, it I was, was somewhere like mundane, though. like like might have been Home Depot, somewhere like that, or I was like. 
Oh, it is Christmas now. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm kind of in now. So. I just, I wanted to have an episode where we talked about- COVID doesn't help. It doesn't. COVID doesn't help at all. And, and Omicron is ruining everything. But I wanted to have an episode where we kind of got into the holiday spirit, a sexy holiday spirit, <laughs> sexy Christmas, right? Because that's what they did on Ted Lasso. They had sexy Christmas. Do you remember that? Where Keely dressed up, and oh, and Roy oh, came back, yeah. and his niece and his niece had bad breath because she oh. had. And they <laughs> had to walk around and knock on all the doors. God damn it! Unofficial sponsor Ted Lasso. That <laughs> <laughs> fucking show. If you haven't seen it and you have nothing else to do this holiday season and you need something to binge, I insist that you watch Ted Lasso because it is wholesome and funny and well written and well acted and surprising in a lot of ways and. I think it is probably one of the best shows on television right now. I haven't heard one person say it's bad. Nope. And if if they do, they're either quiet or lying. <laughs> they really haven't seen it, and they're just pretending. Uh, yeah, because it's great. It's just... First thing we're going to do, yeah. sir, is rank uh, the top six romantic holiday movies. Now, I pulled um, six movies that I thought most everyone had seen. I was wrong, um, <laughs> as I am often. Um, so I'll go ahead and just rank mine for you, and then you can rank yours, all right? Well, what do you want to do? Do you want to list? Uh, okay. Do you want to start at number six? For the listener. All right. She hands me this piece of paper, <laughs> and I don't I don't necessarily think Colored this- Colored This isn't necessarily the order you, you put it in, right? But, like, I just- No, that's the order I searched. Like, I just- I copied okay. and pasted those. So yeah, what I'm going to list off right now is not the list that- her one to six but this is the piece of paper she's handed to me the holiday last christmas love actually four christmases white christmas and the christmas prince now you guys might be in the same boat as me is like what the fuck is last christmas and what the fuck is christmas prince because i didn't know what those were i'm in the movies when you once you said the netflix thing with christmas Prince, i was like oh i vaguely remember like it was last the most year downloaded yeah it was christmas last, movie of all time on netflix last year mm-hmm. right okay so that like during covid bell, yeah. I didn't know. so that's her six list that she handed to me so i replaced three of them <laughs> I know what White Christmas is, but I got to be honest, I haven't seen it in a long time, so I don't. I feel like I'd be weird to judge it. No, right. but I know it's a classic. It's a classic. So, sorry, continue. So let's start with number six. Number six on my list is Last Christmas. I saw this with my girlfriends. Yeah, what is this one? So Amelia Clark, who was Daenerys Targaryen in Game of Thrones, and Henry Golding, um, who is an amazing Asian-American actor, uh, are in this movie about a girl who needs a heart transplant at Christmas. Oh, boy. Yeah. It makes you cry once you realize. Well, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody because it's fucking a, it's brutal. <laughs> it's fucking brutal. Um, but it's great. It's all about Christmas, and she's a hot mess, and she learns a very deep lesson. And um, Is it, Are they in England? What's that background? It's England. They are. They're in England. Yeah, okay. yeah they're British. It's big band and the big Oh, eye. yeah. Okay. She works at a Christmas shop, and all they sell is Christmas stuff, so it's Christmas year-round for her. And you said he was Asian? Yeah. Does he have a British accent? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You ever seen... He was weird? in Crazy Rich Asians. Never saw it. Oh, my God. That's such a good movie. I've heard it's good. It's very good. You know what's really weird to see and hear? Hmm. An Asian person with an Irish accent. Okay. Is that I can weird? See that. Or I can I see can it with see like that. Hispanic too, but like, isn't it weird to like, I've seen it. It's, it's, that is an interesting, <clears throat> a, an interesting concept. Yes. Because there's not a lot of melting going but on there is, in Ireland. They definitely exist. No, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Is that crazy? No, no. Number six, last Christmas. Number five, okay. the holiday, uh, starring Kate 
Winslet, that Jack low, Black. Huh? I actually like that movie. I of. love this movie. Yeah, Jack, Jack Black, uh, Jude Law, and Cameron Diaz. I think it's great. <laughs> Say that again. Cameron Diaz. Cameron. Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. It's a great movie. It's cute. It isn't necessarily overly Christmassy, which is why it's not very high on my list. Okay. Because the Christmas part isn't the it's main just a theme. It's a background actor. I will say this. When it comes to these six particular movies, trying to convince the dude in your life to sit down and watch it with oh, you. Jack Black's amazing. This movie is like, it'll get the guy. Like, oh, yeah. I liked this movie because Jack it's Black, great. as you law, he's just so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's a surprise. It's, it's got twists. It's, it's good. Cute. Yeah. It's very cute. Christmas Prince is number four. I watched this and the Christmas uh, Baby. Which is the sequel to Christmas Prince? Because shocker, they get no. It's Christmas wedding. Well, oh, it's a Christmas wedding, and then a Christmas baby. There's like three of them, um, and they're great. They're very Hallmark. They're very oh, like okay. holiday. But she is awesome, and she is in a lot of like Hallmark movies. But she's a great actress. Yeah, she looks familiar. She's very familiar. I don't remember her kind name. Kind of a uh, Kristen Dunst looking. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Uh, number three, Edward Scissorhands. I don't see that on here. It's not. I replaced you it. You son of a bitch. <laughs> when you Which ones you replace? Four Christmases. Okay. I replaced Four Christmases with Edward Scissorhands because I just watched that the other night. It's Christmas. Don't even argue with me. Yeah, and it you're is right. romantic no. because she loves him no, you're so right. that much. Was good. That was good. She loves him so much. And he has scissors for hands. Okay. If you're going that way, then the ones I replaced, I'm fair game now. Okay. <laughs> Number two, White Christmas. That's probably one of my favorite Christmas movies of give all me, time. Give me the uh, synopsis of that real so quick. So White Christmas. Give me the elevator a, pitch. The elevator pitch. So there's two sisters who are a singing act, and they're amazing, and they're in New York City. Bing Crosby and his partner, uh, Danny Kane, see them live singing a song, and they decide to offer them a position in their musical. Um, but they're going up to this, um, uh, the sisters are going up to this Vermont Lodge to be the op- the dinner act for the Christmas season. And there's no snow. And they're all very upset. There's no guests. Nobody wants to go to Vermont Christmas when there's no snow. And so they have to fill the inn with as many people as they can. And what they don't realize is that this man is the uh, old admiral for when they were in World War II. And it's, da- it's Bing Crosby and Danny Kane's admiral from World War II. And they get all of these old war people to come back and like sing Merry Christmas to him. And it's like super sweet. Bing Crosby and Danny fucking Kane. <laughs> that's, what, that's what he's quoting. That's right. I didn't make that connection. Number one love, actually. God damn. Damn it, this is a good I saw Christmas it on a lot movie. of lists. Yeah. My God, it's one of my favorites, and Kevin hates it. Yeah, the dudes might not like this one, mm. but and they kind of overplayed mm. these movies, like, but this one being like the first one of like the. Uh huh. Uh-huh. This was like not groundbreaking, but like this was like, oh, this is kind of fun. We haven't seen this kind of like storytelling. Like it this. was really nice. Multiple to stories see, yeah, like the that. Stories, and, like not and everyone all knows were everybody, connected but yeah, exactly. Kind of like a happy crash. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. A Christmas crash, if okay. you will. Well, I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna take the uh the ones you gave me. Okay. So I took out White Christmas, took out Last Christmas and Christmas Prince. Okay. So you left four Christmases in there because that's a great fucking movie. I'm I left it on there just because I don't have enough time to look up some other ones. Um I mean I could maybe replace that one with Edward Scissorhands. Oh, go for it. 
would you change the yeah, order? Yeah, that's an option. Okay. I'm going to do that. Yeah. I will say the ones there's there is a great scene in Four Christmases where Vince Vaughn is he's fighting on the with roof. no, he's fighting with his brothers, <laughs> yes. which is John Favreau, and John Favreau just is like playing a meathead, and I don't know that scene <laughs> oh, just stuck God. out with me. The one so. where he's on the roof installing the satellite that kills me. That yeah, kills it's me like the same house, oh, right? Same it's house, yeah. yeah okay. it's fucking phenomenal. It's, Anyways, it's not bad. Uh, then I'll go the holiday. Okay, that's your number. Well, I'll put if Edward Scissorhands is on the table, then I'll go. The holiday, mm-hmm. then love actually. Okay. Then Edward Scissorhands. Okay. And then I'm gonna go the Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay, that's fair. It's very kind of uh, Edward Scissorhands. That's fair. Same yeah. kind of. Uh, it's Tim Burton. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. Then direct. No, presents. he didn't. He did. Yes. Yeah, presents. But it it is a still in the Tim Burton Burton vein. And yes, there is a romance. And yes, there is Christmas. I, you know what? I'll allow it. Okay. Next one, Elf. I will allow that as well. Exactly right. I will allow that as well. There is a love story, Cute. and they have a baby, and that's fucking adorable. That's true. Yeah, thank you for I will proving allow my that. point. Yes. And then my number one might be surprising. I'm gonna go just friends. <gasps> Underrated, everybody. If you get real high. Oh my god, I want to remove something on my list and watch just friends. I might go watch underrated just friends Ryan tonight. Reynolds comedy, dude. Anna uh, Ferris. Anna Ferris should have deserved a fucking o- Oscar nomination for that, bro. That movie. She's adorable. Oh my god. No, but uh, Anna Ferris. <laughs> she's be so yourself, good. <laughs> be yourself. Be yourself. And then his brother, their oh, their relationship is great. Oh my god. The mom, like the everybody. Physical in that movie. comedy in that. The physical comedy in, it reminds me of National Lampoon. Yeah, the story is not good, no. but the performances make that entire. <laughs> but Chris movie. Klein, who sings, he's the paramedic, and he sings. Oh right! My God, Rusty, Rusty. Thank you. I win. God, damn it. You win. Thank you completely you. win. Uh, moving on, we're gonna go into 31 fun facts about sex during the holidays. Brought to you by Erosia.com. In winter, what? huh? We have a sponsor. What? We don't, but oh. it's brought to you by Erosia.com. Oh, that's, this list this is the list I found. So would this be a tip or a stat? Not yet, oh, but okay. at number six fifteen, it will be. Okay. Prepare thyself. Okay. In winter, women who wear red are perceived as more attractive. <gasps> that's like kind of same with like they say with uh, cars that they get more speed yeah. tickets. Ooh, interesting. Uh, Men crave more sex when it's cold outside. Interesting. Men aren't just wrapping their presents. According to Four Hymns, condom sales surge in the weeks leading up to Christmas. High conception rates are also noted at Christmas time. A British midwife once took to Twitter to make the case for abstinence since the delivery ward she worked at was struggling to accommodate people in labor in September. Well, that's what (laughs) happens, right? Like in Minnesota, they... uh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, What else do you do? Well, you you bundle up, you uh, you eat a hot dish and... uh, Well, you don't bundle up where you take it off, yeah? You get, you get going. You got to get hot yeah, somehow. You got to get warm. Yeah. Keep with the people. You can turn that uh, heater on all yeah. night. No, you can't dad, be wasting dad, the money. Oh, no. Dad's no. going to be looking at that That's thermometer okay. the whole time. You don't, keep that don't thermostat at 62. Don't dad's looking at no it. No way. Men are more open to getting frisky at their in-laws' house. According to a Yahoo what? travel survey, 50% of men are okay, quote unquote, going to bed early at a friend or relative's house in order to get it on. Weird stat. I was always felt uncomfortable when I was staying with 
someone I was dating. <laughs> I, that's me too. I'd be like, I don't want to have but sex I in could, this house. But Jesus. now that I'm thinking about it, I can see like, not the taboo, but like. Naughty. Oh my God, we should. I know. We shouldn't be doing this. Not in your, your childhood the, bedroom. Your dad's on the other side with a shotgun. Oh my God. Women are more likely to say to the ho-ho hell with it and would trade a stress-free holiday for no sex for a year. 21% of women say they would trade a stress-free holiday for no sex for the next year. 13% of men said the same. 13%? Mm-hmm. You might be surprised. And that 13% is the... That's how much like the population is gay, right? Anyways? So no, that's six. <laughs> oh, even lower. Okay. You might be surprised by the number of creative and cold holiday-related sex positions. Hold on. Sorry, back up. Yep. The, is that the United States or the world? The this gay, is the world. No, no but no. the gay population. Uh, the United States. Is that include... Just gay or bi? Anyone who identifies as LGBTQIA. 6%? Yeah. That low? I'm almost positive, but you can look it up. Uh, that, I'm just, that surprises me. They make they make a lot of ways for I might 6%. Be, I, I might be narrowing it down to one of those groups. It may not be the whole LGBTQIA. Not actually want to admit that they are. No, no. I It may just be homosexual men that are the 6%, but oh, yeah. I actually... I'm curious. I actually think it's all. Let me look it up. Favorite examples of sex-related cold holiday positions would be tied up with a bow, the stocking stuffer, and the miracle oil, uh, which is creepy. People have sex in their collective unconscious during holiday periods. So researchers found that Google searches and tweets in over 130 different countries revealed a large uptick, largest of the year, for the search of sex and other sex-related terms during holiday times internationally. This includes Christmas, uh, Eid al-Fatur, or the end of Ramadan, and coupled with a higher birth rate nine months later. So people are searching for sex terms and then having babies nine months later. Did you find it? I did. It's You're close. It says 5.6. Okay. Six. Okay. Perfect. That's, I don't feel seems, like such an idiot. That seems very low to me. I, I, I know. I, I just for... It does. I know. For I how remember much the first time I heard it. I was like, what? Stuff they have in the news and political well, stuff. Well, that just kind of makes you think like how much people are paying attention to it when it's like yeah. such a minority populate Like... Uh, for the good and the bad, like we should pay attention to it, but also, why are you paying so much attention to it? Like, go back to your lives, go back to your fucking lives. Some LGBTQ plus African Americans embrace Kwanzaa because Kwanzaa is a winter celebration of Pan African culture. It's the hybridity of being both Black and LGBT, existing, surviving, sustaining, and thriving at intersectional identities, which makes Kwanzaa appealing to lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgendered African Americans. I did not know that. Shabbat, which is a weekly holy day for Jews, specifically encourages intimacy. So in their holy book, it says... Uh, that during this time, husband and wife should be boning at all times. At all times. If they're not farming, they should be fucking. Hey, there, there you go. go. The Latin American holiday, Pastorella, puts a sexy twist on being a shepherd. In Mexico, Pastorella is a theoretical representation of the birth of Jesus. Uh, they're tempted numerous times by the devil, who is often represented by a sexy woman, hey, J.B. Buchanan, or a man that, pe that will try to prevent them from arriving to see the child. Um, 
This is commonly used by people who love to wear dress up and role play, where one of the partners is the innocent, good hearted shepherd and the other is the sexy demon trying to tempt them. <laughs> Let's not forget about getting hot and heavy during the winter solstice. Do you know about the winter solstice, Robert? Do you know what that is? It's like, yeah, well, it's like the farming and stuff, right? It's yesterday. It was yesterday? Uh huh. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's the shortest day of the year. Oh, it's an actual day. It's an actual. Oh. It's the first day of winter. God. Shortest day of the year, and it happens uh, twice a year when one of Earth's poles has its maximum tilt away from <laughs> the sun. <laughs> People recommend celebrating in the bedroom by lighting candles and bringing back the light. Use warming lube and take a hot shower. Mistletoe might be losing its magic. Number fourteen. In the UK, almost three quarters of people under the age of 35 have never kissed under the mistletoe. <gasps> nope. Did you just raise your hand? My first kiss oh ever God. was under a mistletoe. Oh, good. Okay, perfect. Good. I was dating this girl. I was dating Nikki for for a couple of weeks, I think, and we just never. It was we were both too nervous, and <laughs> we we're at my friend Austin's house for a Christmas party. All the friends were there, and we just. We were in the kitchen underneath the mistletoe, and Austin's like, you're on the mistletoe. You have to kiss now. Oh, my God. And we were both looked at each other like, oh, I guess there's the moment. And we, like, did a little quick peck, and we we counted. The, we went to Disneyland, like, the next day, and we made out hard that day. Of and we course were like, you did. That was the, that's the first kiss. Like, the mistletoe thing's cute. But Still cute. Yeah. Um, do you know who else had their first kiss under the mistletoe? Ashley Weller? Nope. Oh. Harry Potter. Oh, who was it? Cho Chan. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. She was too drama. She was so drama. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, are you ready for number 15? Okay. Let me. It's the stat of the day. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yep, that's me. You're a ho, ho, ho. It's the stat of the day. Ooh. It's the stat of the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. According to Pornhub, trusted source. I love them. During holiday time, the word Santa in the search bar increases by a whopping what percentage? Let me say that one more time. Sorry, I was changing the music. During holiday time, yeah. the word Santa <laughs> in the search bar. <laughs> Is increased by a whopping what percentage? From versus July? (laughs) Um, I don't think it's like quite that high. I'm going to say 25. Okay. Men are 34% likely to crave Christmas-themed porn than women. And the top five Christmas-related Pornhub searches are Santa, Christmas Present, Xmas, <laughs> triple Xmas. No, just one. Yeah. Santa Claus. That's dumb. And Christmas orgy. Searches vary by gender. Women's top three are old Santa Claus, Santa Claus, and Christmas sex. While men get more graphic with Christmas POV, Christmas blowjob. What would that be? I don't even know. And Christmas milf. I'm guessing the blowjob would probably be like Santa. Wrapped in a bow? No, it's Santa getting a blowjob from an elf. And then like the milf thing, it's Mrs. Santa. Oh. Or Mrs. Claus. I mean. 
Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. Uh, there are intimacy benefits to watching Christmas movies. So we just rated six Christmas movies, and 72% of people find that we're watching a romantic movie together sexually appealing. Cuddling brings that number up to 87. Guys, take take the hit. Watch, watch, the, la- watch the Last Prince. Oh, my God, The Christmas Prince, not The, the Christ- Last Sorry, Prince. Sorry, whatever. The Christmas Prince. Just or last Whatever Christmas. movie that ends in a prince. It's got to be something good. Mm-hmm. Get that fireplace going. Get, get, get her full of wine. Get that cuddling going. Mm-hmm. And then that, that you, you'll forget about the movie. That's absolutely accurate. <laughs> you go, what movie? A <laughs> little, bit, little bit of a religious turn. The eight rules of Hanukkah sex include using your menorah for mood lighting, having oh, sex sorry. before you I get your hands. I that in a weird way. <laughs> having sex. Use the menorah <laughs> for mood lighting. Okay. Woo. Having sex before you get your hands oily, making latkes, and maybe <laughs> introduce a strip spin the dreidel. Hey. Speaking of I like which, that idea. I mean, I love it. Let's bring the light back to the forgotten story of Judith. Uh, she was an early women's rights activist. Jewish lore has it that Judith, a mender, uh, member of the macabres, managed, managed to behead the levitious king who thought it was his right to have sex with married women. The story excludes her from our lust list, but uh, she's she's pretty hot. Mm. Just saying. Twenty number twenty. Most people who are having who are comfortable having sex on vacation are international travels travelers. Fifty one percent of international travelers are comfortable in having sex in their host's home. Uh, change of pace tends to be a huge turn on because we just saw that. Guys are down to get down in their girlfriend's childhood home. If you're game, <laughs> popular ways uh, to get it on even in your own house. In 2017, over 2,018 to 91-year-olds were questioned, and 77% said that having sex in a room other than a bedroom was appealing. And there are so many choices, after all. Number one room besides the bedroom Bathroom. Negative. Kitchen. Yes. Yeah. Um, so not everyone gets it on equally. Nor east nor east northeasterners say their partners are better lovers during the winter holidays, but southeasterners rank their partners the lowest during these months. So in New York, people are having better sex in Christmas than Floridians. Aren't we all having better sex than Floridians? There were some freaky people down there. And there are also some pretty hot people down there, too. Mm, don't give, don't yeah. give them that much credit. I'm saying, man, they're uh, Ricky? Ricky. Ricardo? Oh. Hello. He's Ricky? Cuban. Yeah, he's Cuban. Cuban. Oh. Yeah. If you upgrade your sex skills, check this out. Bustle has compiled a great list of holiday sex hacks for when you're home during the holiday. Uh, check, check it out. Go on over to bustle.com. In ancient Rome, the Saturnilia Festival was a mighty orgy of booze and sex and debauchery. Saturnilia began as a festival to honor the agricultural god Saturn, but turned into revelry, where each household elected a king of misrule and people wore masks and marched with large penis effigies. I want to go to this fucking party. During these celebrations, which were held around December 25th, masters served slaves. Servants were allowed to insult masters. Sounds a little bit like BDSM to me. This was happening in old ancient Roman times. Old school. I love it. 
This may also lead us into the tradition under kissing under the mistletoe. Uh, they originated it with the horny pagans of Druids and Olds in Rome. Pagans thought of mistletoe with its white berries as either drops of divine semen from Zeus or if there was red holy berry, holly berries, the sacred menstrual blood of the goddess Athena. Of course. Of course they fucking did. Mistletoe may also once have been a major aphrodisiac for livestock. Um, according to NPR, unofficial sponsor, Celtic druids mixed mistletoe into fertility cocktails uh, for animals. And then when hung over doorways, it was seen to ward off evil and bring good luck. More people than you'd expect define infidelity differently during holiday times. According to you.gov, 12% of men and 10% of women say it's okay to kiss someone other than your significant other underneath mistletoe during the holidays, but never during any other situation. What? All right. Wellers underneath the mistletoe with uh, Stephanie. Look, on New Year's Eve, and we're hanging out with our friends... We always kiss each other. It's fucking New Year's. At, not with tongue. At midnight. Not with tongue. But yeah, at midnight. Okay. Everybody gets but kisses. But talk, we're talking, we're not there yet. That's not the New Year. We're not on the New Year's Eve if episode. There's, if, there's, if there's mistletoe and Stephanie puckers up and Kevin, I don't give a shit. On give, the lips. I don't give a shit. I, I would say if like, it was the cheek, that's cute. That's that, I think it's, no. if it's not your spouse. I've kissed like five of my guy friends and most of my girlfriends on the lips at New Year's. Seems weird to me. All right. I hear you. If it's your significant other, go to town. All right. But if it's your dude friend, you know, if it's if if I was under the toe with like I missed toe with Corey, nah, I wouldn't do the lips. That would it. it mm, I'd be drunk enough and be it yeah. have to, it'd have to be funny. Yeah. But I would just do like the cheek, like give me like a Sopranos kiss, like you know, yeah. hey, hey, how you doing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Merry yeah. Christmas. Ashley Madison found that thirty-seven percent of Hispanic individuals cheated on their partners more often. Uh, during the holidays than any other time of the Once year. Once that eggnog starts flowing, know, man. man. Holiday Horchata cheers, with rum. <laughs> holiday cheer is not required. The holidays can be a really tough time for relationships, both romantically and familial. It is 1,000% okay to feel grumpy when anyone asks you about your love life for the 9,000th time. But when tensions are high, distract yourself in a healthy way and wait until after the new year to address this problem. Uh, the final 31 uh, fun facts about the holidays before we take a quick break um, is that it's okay not to be dating anybody during the holidays. And it's probably actually better for your mental health if you don't. Uh, if you've started a new relationship, um, we're going to go to break. Okay, cool. If you've started a new relationship uh, since the, you know, since a- at some point in the last two, three, four months, understand that the holidays are a really stressful time for a lot of people. Um, try not to set your expectations too high as far as like what you're going to give each other and gifts and all that stuff and just be chill. Just let it go, man. Relationships are hard enough. Don't throw that extra fucking pile of shit on top of there. Uh, and if you're not in a very good holiday mood right now, guess what? Neither are we. Belching Beaver. For your holiday depression needs. <laughs> I'm sure that's not what they want. <laughs> probably not. But that's all right. That's the What's a Position oh, yeah. unofficial slogan. We'll be back in a minute.
Want to get something off your chest? Have a burning sex question? Call now for a chance to be live on air with What's Your Position? 513-6969-SEX. That's 513-6969-739. We will answer your questions, hear your comments, and play you live on air. Call us soon. And now, a What's Your Position sexy moment in TV and movie history. When a man or a woman decide they want to make a baby, the couple kiss and hug, and there's lots of good feelings, and the man gets very excited. Well, women get excited, too. Of course, the, yes, but the, the man excited. gets physically aroused, and he becomes erect. What's that mean? We're talking about getting your daddy's pistons pumping. We're talking about it over here, our family. When men get aroused, they're, um... Ding-dongs? No. If we're gonna do this, let's use correct terms, okay? Their penis. It... grows bigger. How big? Tell me when to stop. No, stop. That's huge! Well, it's not that big. No, thanks. So what do you do with it? Well, uh, the man gently inserts his penis into the woman's vagina. Uh, don't oh, get upset. She okay. wanted it done to her. It's a very nice feeling. Sometimes. What? No, all the time. No. When it's... a woman first tries it, it, when she's much, much older, it hurts a little bit. Does it hurt for guys? No, never. It always feels great. But once she gets used to it, it's lovely. It's just a gentle fusion of of two bodies. Slow, tender moves up and down and around. Not around. It's what? Not around. The round's a great move. It's not necessary. It's though. very necessary to stimulate. What them. does the girl do with her jumbos? Hey, come on. Breasts. They just, they... Stay put. There are some things that you can do that don't involve completely ignoring them. Like what? Anyway, after about two, three minutes of okay. really good feeling. It's a lot longer than that. When a man is ready, or sometimes ready a little too early. Oh, come on. Twice. The woman twice. accepts the daddy's seed called... Semen. It's sperm. Sperm. What's that look like? Like a white map of Hawaii. It's what Tati says. No, it's like, uh, um, like shampoo. No, it's less thick. It's like tahini sauce. Sure, sure. It's saltier, but yeah. Wait, how do you know what it tastes like? You don't eat it, do you? I do, some, on special occasions, birthdays. Do you eat hers? No, no, women don't have semen, but rest assured, if they did, your father would go nowhere near it. Well, thanks to a three-week menstrual cycle. Oh, looks like your starter motor ain't engaging on the flywheel. Guy, what is your deal with the car-based metaphors about how I can't sexually satisfy my wife? But I bet you could, huh, with your big old pipe wrench? Well, I was just saying your starter motor cut the teeth off your flywheel. That's why your van won't start. I could probably fix it, but it won't be ready till the morning. Okay. And I apologize if you thought I was being suggestive towards your wife, but uh, I get off on the dipstick, if you know what I mean. Expertly cut, by the way. Very well done. Oh, I yeah. know his voice. I think it's the guy with the gap in his teeth, and he's short, and he's, um, oh my god. I'll be honest. Uh, I have never seen this show. Okay, so it's a show. Oh my god, is it the league? No. Oh, 
Oh, there's there's probably some good yeah, there's probably some good stuff oh, in there. Foolish. Oh, Eskimo Brothers. I gotta find the Eskimo Brothers. Oh my god, yes. Uh his name is Jason Jones and the wife is Natalie Zay on a show called The Detour. Oh, never heard of it, but that's actually never heard of brilliant. It, but I it when I was when Nathan Hornblow was figuring up <laughs> looking at uh video clips, Nathaniel it just came Hornblow. Yeah, whatever. And <laughs> I watched. It, I was like, "It's really long, but it's so good. It's like, really it's good. very well written." How like, do you tell your kids? Like, the next time someone comes on the show who has teenagers, I want to. I want to be told about sex. Like, I want a a parent to oh. teach me to Maybe tell me what sex. When we have is like. uh, Corey and Liz on, they could do like a practice run with you. Ooh, you know what I mean? Let's let's get some parents that good idea that haven't done it yet. Mm-hmm. Might they might want to do it. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Um, I have another clip. Well, Nathaniel Hornblow has another clip uh, on another sh- one that's very similar, but okay. it's it's uh, either Australian or New Zealand. Oh, fun, fun f- preview. S- yeah. So the detour. What platform is that on? I think it was an FX show. Oh, okay. I think. I wonder uh, that guy. I, I'll have to show you the guy at the end because he sounds like the guy. He's got a lisp and he's annoying and he's got like gap teeth and he's. You would know this guy. He's like a wannabe Ed Helms type. I'm sure Ed Helms has beat this guy out in a bunch of roles. Oh, that's, that's a bummer. Photos. Um, Pitch Perfect. Okay. Chef number three. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> you would recognize this guy. So, anyways, a lot of times when it comes to the holidays, people tend to reflect a lot. Oh, Christmas music. Sorry. I can't, excuse me. Mr. Gallardi, are you there? He's there somewhere. Sir? Just, just keep talking. Uh, They're warming up. People tend to go inwards a lot or outwards, kind of figure out, like, what did this year, what purpose did this year serve, or what did I get done this year? Did I do my New Year's resolutions, or uh, have I have I been living up to the standard uh, of my life that I wanted to for this year? Did you set any resolutions for 2021? Do you remember? Do you ever do resolutions? Are you a resolution guy? Um, I don't like write anything down, but I think, you know, I think most people think, you know, every year is kind of a restart that we all kind of get. And I mean, the last few years hasn't been easy to do that, you know, but how has it been two years? <laughs> well, we're getting older. These things, that's what our, remember it when flies. we were kids and our parents were like, the time flies. Like, yeah, whatever, old man. <laughs> now I'm the old man and it's fucking flying, bro. Can't even remember the beginning of this um, year. Yeah, I think this next year, um, getting better jobs. Okay. Saving some money. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. England. Oh my God, Robert. My, oh my God, Ashley. My, <laughs> shut up. My resolution for 2021. What is that? Was to have a certain amount of money in my bank account. Oh my god! And I did that plus some. Oh, fucking show off. I'm proud of myself. I've never saved this much money in my life. Well, good for you. I worked really Can hard. I have some? Yes. What's the vig? <laughs> last, last, wait, no vig. You're laughing. You don't know who that is. I don't know what it Just is. Give me it straight up. No, I'll take you to England. <laughs> no, it's all right. Okay, <laughs> deal. I don't like setting resolutions. I like to be better all the time. Kind of like Valentine's Day. I fucking hate Valentine's Day. I don't like it either. I fucking hate that shit. And we can have an anti-Valentine's Day episode. As a matter of fact, we can do a Valentine's Day massacre episode. Because 
I hate Valentine's Day with passion. And I'm not really a fan of... Fuck you, Hallmark. Fuck you, chocolate plate. No, don't fuck C's. I love C's. Oh, my God. I went and bought a C's big, great. huge yeah, thing great. of fucking C's the other day. It's... Unofficial sponsors, C's Candy. Yeah. For all your romance needs. Um, I would like to suggest that you make a sex resolution list for, for 2022. 2022. 2022. The do. The do. 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 Part do. Uh, do. Do. Is this the second one? What? I don't know. Oh, it's 2022. It's, it's, it's oh. a weird number. Like, it's 2020 also. Okay. <laughs> Spell it out. All right. Enough belching beaver for you. <laughs> that extra 0.5% is, is that what it's doing? It's it's knocking, it, knocking I'm down. not going to lie. It, it, that 0.5 catches up on you. Interesting. Because once you drink three, that's an extra. An extra can? No. no not that much. No. Half a can. We, that's true. We can't do Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, you're right. I'm not saying that you should have resolutions that, you know, exceed who you are as a person. I'm not saying that all of these sex resolutions, I guess you can call them that, are f- going to be for everybody. But sex take, relution, sex That's what I was trying to think. Sex relations? No. Sex solutions. No. New Year's resolutions? Erections? Oh. All right. They may not all work for you, but find the ones that do and try to stick with it. You need to learn how to love yourself and how to love sex and how to love relationships. So from me to you, here's a list of New Year's resolutions that you can do that are sexy. Experiment with toys. If you've never tried a sex toy, may I be the first to recommend the Lilo. For ladies. For the ladies. Uh, We have an episode about this in season one. We all bought one. We reviewed it. It is incredible. I still have mine. I still use it. As a matter of fact, on Black Friday, I bought an upgrade. It's phenomenal. For guys, I've heard the Tanga egg and the Twister are great. What the fuck? Is that that going up? No, it's not going up anywhere, but it unfolds into like some sort of sheath. What the fuck is a sheath? (laughs) Oh, I don't know what the word sheath. That's a good Jeopardy. Like something that you put your sword into. The, oh. That's what your sword's like holder is called. Is more of an sheet. arrow guy, more of a quiver guy. <laughs> Got you. Uh, but can I give a recommendation? Yeah, of course, please. I, I've mentioned this on other podcasts. I'll say the flashlight. Oh yeah, flashlight. That's right. That's the one. Okay, it's pretty great. Tanga is, but it's messy. I gave up on. It. I don't have any one anymore. It's I think just, that guys' sex toys will always be messy. That's the problem. I hear you. Yeah. Um, no matter if you are male or female, you should clean your sex toys and you should do it with specific soap yeah. and water. Please make sure you clean those before and after every use. Resolution number two, kiss more. Have you gotten so into the routine of diving straight into sex that you are forgetting your two lips? Please give more kisses. More foreplay. Number three, do more foreplay. Why does sex have to just be wham, bam, thank you, ma'am? Why can't you just have foreplay? Why can't you that just be the goal is that we have foreplay? Keep a sex diary. Maybe every fourth of the month. Foreplay. foreplay day. What if it's the fourth of the month at 420 and you 69? Because <laughs> okay. that's now, foreplay. Now, now you're just that's going crazy. Foreplay. But this is America. You do whatever you want. Keep a sex diary. Some people are very organized. Some people love to bullet journal. During the COVID epidemic, some people really got into organizing. Maybe you want to keep a sex diary. That's weird. For you. It's a lady thing. Make sure 
that this is your New Year's resolution. Always wear protection. Amen. Accept your body. We just had an episode. Actually, it's coming out uh, in a couple weeks call about all about body image. Um, accepting your body. Making amends to your body. Learning to love parts of your body that are hard to love. Or hard. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Make your... That That's really, how it's done, that Ashley. That was fucking good. Not your 69 for 20 jokes. Shut up. Make your fantasies a reality. <laughs> okay, so maybe you think that getting frisky in an elevator or a restaurant bathroom is like a super fantasy. Do it. Have sex in public. You know, I was having this. Hold on. I was having this metaphor earlier because you were bringing up uh, of the kitchen and the bathroom, the second place people like to do it in, whatever. Second place people? We were talking about. What you were saying? What's the second most place people like having sex? Oh, in? oh, the room, yeah. And mm-hmm. this metaphor came up, and I was like, I was gonna mention it, but n- but now you mentioned it again. I was thinking it's kind of like, to me, like you're a UFC fighter, okay. And fighting is sex, and like the okay. bed- the bedroom is the octagon. The octagon. It's the ultimate place where <laughs> everyone respects you, everyone can judge you. It's 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 judged literally. And, you know, it's it's great. But then, like, the bathroom and, like, the kitchen and the car are, like, back backyard brawls and, like, So, but the weird... octagon is kind of where, like, you like, try you out... Like, you want to fight. You like, try out your big moves in the octagon, right? Just, like, you're not trying out new moves in the it's car. It's just, like, where the professionals go. And okay. then the bathroom and the kitchen are, like... So, is masturbation You're in a bar training? and some guy wants to fuck with you. All right, let's go. And then... I want to fight. Is masturbation training for the octagon? Definitely. Okay, fantastic. Um, So apparently number seven. Shadow boxing. Making fantasies your reality. Robert needs to have sex in an octagon. (laughs) Number eight. Have you seen those? (laughs) No. That's a thing. Having sex in the octagon? I am not into it, but I have come across it. There are lesbians. I'm surprised. I have seen it. I have. And they are literally in an octagon. They're mad. They're like, they 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 go fight. Fighting and then somehow the clothes start coming off and well, that's what happens when you fight. Tri- tribbing, tribbing, tribbing. Yeah, that might be where it fucking came from. Is a wrestling show? Oh, it actually, looks like a it wrestling. Really movie. does look like a wrestling. <laughs> the Tribber. Yeah, <laughs> that's your wrestling. That's my wrestling name. Oh God, number eight. Find your G spot. Ever wonder where it is? Does it exist? Is it an alien? This year, find out if it does. Explore your genitals. Do you even know what your labia look like? Do you know what your testicles look like? Can I say, explore your genitals mm. in a sexual way, but also in a health way. Also in a health way, Check though. those testes, guys. Yeah. Check those boobies, ladies. Prostates. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Number 11, have more sex. Increase it. Make it your goal to have more sex this year than you did last year. You know how you keep count? A sex diary. It's not weird. Start doing I'm Kegels. i one of those uh, uh, doorman things at a club just click. <laughs> keep it by your bedside. Yeah. Start doing Kegels. Everyone can benefit from Kegels, men and women. Kegels are a, a, a an exercise that you can do to strengthen the pelvic floor. This can help with longer and better orgasms, more deeper penetrative orgasms, and also bladder control. Simply clench the inside where you feel like you're going to pee, almost as if you have to pee really bad and you want to hold the pee inside. I don't know about our host, but I think everyone's doing it right now just because we're talking clench about it. Clench it and then release. 
I do this 10 times every time I think about it. So anytime I think about out doing Kegels, I do 10. So we have this joke in my office. <laughs> we tried to hydrate more in 2020. That was our goal was to hydrate in the office. And so we started screaming at each other, water and posture because everyone needs to sit up straight and we work in an office and we have all these hours that we're sitting at a desk so every so often we will scream at one another water posture as loud as we can in the middle of silence and it happens at random times and even I'll see Andrew sit up straight I'll see Jacob sit up straight and Robert says it Maddie says it I say it everybody says it We've added Kegels to that, and I will tell you that I have had many a people thank me because now it's not just water posture, it's water posture Kegels. I'm going to start yelling that on film sets. Water posture Kegels! I'm going to be like, what the fuck? Is that a COVID thing? What the fuck is he talking about? Ooh, I like this one. Number 13, stop faking it. Make it your absolute goal to have real sex this year. No fake orgasms. You don't need to have an orgasm to have sex. Orgasms should not be the goal of sex. Okay. Uh, thoughts. Okay. Um, with, with the ladies, we mentioned on an episode coming up, right? With our two ladies, Robin, it's coming up. Renee and April. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Um, we talked about fake orgasms. Oh, no, we had the clip. The clip. Yeah, yeah. Another yeah. Uh, TV movie thing. Yeah. With the fake orgasms. I get you, ladies. You know, you're saying, don't do that. Don't do that. If you're not do if you're not but I think that helps the guy. That's why we do it. But and so uh, but why I don't I say but, stop doing it then. Um because it's not enjoyable. So like if you're not enjoying yourself, so like, just tell the guy to stop and watch no, Christmas Prince. But it's it's basically when it when a girl does that, it's because we want it to be over. Oh. So we know that by doing that, it'll push the guy over the edge and it'll be over. And then we don't have to keep doing this anymore because it's not focused on us anyways. So it needs to be more of a give and take situation. Like, it doesn't have to end in orgasm. It could just feel good. I'm going to do this because it feels good. Or I'm going to do this because it sounds like it would be fun. Or let's try this position because we've never tried it before. It doesn't work. Okay. It doesn't have to end in orgasm, and it should never end in a faked one. If you don't have an orgasm, that's okay. This was great. Thank you so much. I'm all set. You don't have to have an orgasm. Okay. They don't. Have a fashion show. Oh, I like this one. I'm right? This year, instead of thinking about your lingerie closet as a failure, put together a sexy fashion show for your significant other and maybe have him take some sexy photos. Uh, learn how to do dirty talk. And then the last one is to have slow, relaxing, lazy sex. You don't have to always have quickies like this episode. Uh, sometimes you can have very lazy, languid, long sex. Uh, Sunday mornings in sleepy position are fantastic for sex. You don't have to rush any of this. Uh, try not to rush through the holidays. Um, let me go ahead and give you your stat of the day, which was... How much of an increase does the word Santa get at Christmas time on Pornhub? And it's a whopping 470% increase. Wow! <laughs> Hold on, did you like it? Wow! <laughs> People are ho ho Dude. hoes. <laughs> Listen, I'm like any I was true blood. Red, white, and blue American out there and watch Pornhub like any 
American. <laughs> I have never, <laughs> ever, <laughs> threw in, you know, my keywords that I threw in the thing with an extra Santa. Santa. I don't need to see that guy. I don't. That's going to ruin my childhood. 400. That, <laughs> that is as mind-blowing as the lesbians watching gay porn thing. I know. That was a big moment for you. That's as this this and that are going to stick with me with this podcast. I love That's that. That's why I love doing this thing. There's, I when I When I saw that statistic, I was like... The record scratched. I was like, wait. Yeah, a I didn't get that. I didn't get one of those. People are fucking fucking to Santa. And this is gotta be both women and guys. it has to be. And I am wondering if I'm doing a disservice by not asking Santa if or asking Kevin if I should dress up as Santa. No, I think it's the other way around. I think it's the dudes want to be Santa delivering a something to the L. Yeah, the L. Yeah, whatever. And then the the other way is. Uh, daddy is Santa. Oh, that he's makes giving sense. me the baggage. I got it. Or oh, Mrs. Claus. Or she's Mrs. Claus, and it's a a young elf. Elf, yeah. While Santa's out on his sleigh. Yeah. I see. You silly little elves. You, you naughty. Silly you Americans. naughty little listeners. My God. No, it's worldwide. Oh, worldwide. Worldwide. Wide. Worldwide. Why? 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 <laughs> I hate us so much. Uh, um, I'm just kidding. This Thanks is for great. sticking around this long. I really appreciate it. If you're still here, Merry fucking Christmas and Happy Holidays and Happy New Year. Uh, we really just wanted to put out a fun, a fun Christmas episode. We didn't do one last year. And so, you know, thank you, Vince Gallardi. Thank you, Belching Beaver. And Yeah, guys, if you need a background music this year, <sighs> Vince Gallardi. It's uh, great. Fucking peanuts. Oh, man. Great. That should be on the background of everybody's holiday. Also, Harry Connick Jr.'s holiday album is one. phenomenal. At, I, I would have played that, but you gave me the choice of I playing did. the last song. I did. You I did. Won't regret it. But I'm excited. Kind of. I'm kind of excited. Kind of but short, you know so. what? I'm I'm worried that it's going to be a sc- somebody screaming. No, no screaming. It's Is actually it really traditional? pretty. Uh, for our generation. Interesting. Okay, I'm excited. All right. A cover. Okay. You know I like my covers. I do know that you enjoy your covers. I know you do. All Before right. you get into your plugs, can I do a plug? I would love for you to fucking do a plug so I can my, drink this. My other podcast I do with my buddy Corey Stocks, the So So. What's Scru- it called? It's called the So So Scrutiny Podcast. I'm sorry, one more time. The So 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 Scrutiny Podcast. We did. We're gonna. I'm gonna edit it probably tonight and tomorrow morning. Cause it's a lot of editing, so I really appreciate if you guys listen to it. But we did a <laughs> uh, like a scary Christmas. Oh, I'm very uh, excited about it. Yeah, we uh, reviewed a couple of Christmas things, and then we did um, we covered three scary, semi scary characters in different lands across That's so rad. mostly European. Those Europe- well, yeah, Europeans dude. are fucking Krampus. Weird. He's on there. I watched Krampus for the first time. Adam Scott, brilliant. Mentioned that movie. It's a great movie. It's kind of funny, right? Too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So if We've you guys been could, watching a lot of Christmas horror movies, and there's another one called Better Watch Out that you should watch. Better Watch Out. Fucking good. And also, that other one you're talking not about. a creature was stirring, or all yeah. the creatures were stirring. Now, let me give a one little warning about this. It's very artsy. It yeah. is very, very, very niche. Uh, very Black Mirror. Very, okay. you really need to appreciate it for what it is. Kind of like Midsummer. Did you see that? Oh boy, Bro. Don't get me, don't get me started on this. Anyways, uh, all the creatures were stirring and better watch out are two excellent 
surprisingly wonderful, awesome horror Christmas movies. And then the opposite side of that, don't watch Sweet Home, Home Alone. Oh, why uh, not, Robert? Was it not good? If you listen to the Screwy <laughs> podcast, we actually had a perfect timing. Ashley called into the podcast exactly when we were scrutinizing it. To say, stop promoting this garbage. It's not that bad. Yes, it is. You, did you watch it? Absolutely fucking not. Well, then you have you can't. I, I sure can. That's the point of the Scrutiny podcast. You listen to us oh talk about it. I can't. Well, get into it on social scrutiny. I can't even talk. Sociscrutiny.com. Check us out. All right. Now do your plugs. I will. Hey, guys, you can call me. Um, I'd love to hear from you. We have a phone number. It is 513-6969-739. I would love... That's a real number, guys. 513-6969-739. Can they text it, too? They can text, yeah. You can text. Let's give them that option. Sure, text. Go ahead. If you don't feel comfortable... 513-6969-SEX. And we'll read your question or comment. It's very easy. 6969-SEX. It's the Chicago area code, because you know I love my peeps in Illinois. What, what? Um, I actually, it's, I don't know why it was a Chicago number, but it's I feel Google, like an imposter. Please call us. Please text us. We would love to hear from you and answer your questions, even if you want to just do a shout out. We'll shout the fuck out to you. Yeah, you got a sponsor? You got, got something you, you want to say? You got a company? Give us your Let's fucking... Let's go. Yeah. Uh, we'd like to thank our official sponsor, Four Sons, for always providing us with a place to record... Sorry, we're drinking Belching Beaver. Though. It's okay. They like Belching Beaver. Um, I'd also like to remind you to follow us on Instagram, What's Your Position Podcast. Uh, please make sure you download, like, comment, share. Tell someone this Christmas when you go home about this podcast that you listen to about sex. Share us. With your friends, because they will find an episode that they love. Make that your Christmas gift to somebody. Uh, we love you so much. We're very, very grateful for you. You are our present. We can't wait to go into the new year with you with all new guests, all new episodes. Um, let you want to be a guest. You want to come on the show. Fuck it. Let's go. I'm excited to hear this. Oh, it's, it's the Home your, Alone theme. For your strong covering I the mean, Home Alone theme. <laughs> it's not bad at all, actually. Uh, Merry Christmas, Robert. Merry Christmas, Ashley. Love you. Hail Satan. <laughs> stay safe, stay kind, and stay fucking jolly. What's Your Position podcast represents the opinions of Ashley Weller and her guests. The content here should not be taken as medical advice and is intended for education and entertainment purposes only. Views and opinions expressed in the podcast are our own and do not represent that of our places of work. While we make every effort to ensure the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or correction of error. Stay safe, stay kind, and stay sexy.